Hey everybody, welcome back to the Life in Savsize podcast. If you hear car noises in the back, just ignore it. My car is currently running because I thought my ward started at 12. It starts at 1, so I'm sitting in my car for an hour. And I thought, hey, why don't I just record a podcast for y'all right now while I have nothing better to do? Um, today we are going to talk about my health journey a little bit. I'm kind of going to ramble. We've had a lot go on this week. I kind of need to get it off my chest. I may get a little emotional. Bear with me. But let's head into it, shall we? So, as many of you know, I am sick. I am quite sick. Um, I've been sick for a very, very long time. When I was little, I was sick. It started at age two. I was in and out of the hospital. There was one point I had a 107 fever. 106 kills an adult. 108 kills a child. My organs were beginning to shut down. That is scary. Um, And then I had a time where I did a little bit better. And then about six years ago, six, seven years ago, I've started getting sick again. And six years ago, when I initially went into the doctor because I wasn't feeling good, I was diagnosed with mono, and then I didn't get better after that. So, let's talk a little bit about symptoms real quick and kind of the symptoms I've been having. The main one that has been pretty consistent the entire time that I've struggled is exhaustion. I have no energy. I'm always taking naps. I literally could sleep all day and not wake up. That's how tired I am. I can sleep for 12 hours, wake up, exhausted. I can sleep for six hours, wake up, exhausted. It literally, like, I can't win. So most of the time I just sleep six hours because I'm like, freaking screw it. I've got too much to do. That's actually a lie because I tend to take naps. I probably sleep about 14 hours a day, which is scary. That's way more than an average person should be sleeping. But, yeah... I, before then, I only napped when I was sick. I hated naps. I only napped when I was sick. And now I literally nap 24-7. Okay, there is freaking somebody in this parking lot whose car alarm keeps going off and it's so annoying. And if you can hear that, I am so sorry. It's literally giving me a headache. Speaking of, that's another symptom I've had are these pounding headaches. They suck. I don't recommend them. It's like someone's taken rubber bands and just put them around my head. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like, put the rubber bands around the watermelon until it pops? That's like what they're doing with my head. It's like, let's put 20 million rubber bands around this poor girl's head until it literally explodes. It's so annoying. And it hurts so bad. There's a lot of days where I spend in bed because my head hurts. I've had dizziness as well. I fainted twice within the six years. One of them was in front of my biology class the very first day of college. That was embarrassing. I still, I landed on my hand. I still have the freaking scar on my hand from where I landed and everybody freaked out. So that, that was fun. But, um, I, I always feel this way. I'm like... I can name all my symptoms if I have a paper in front of me, and I probably should have had a paper in front of me, but I don't. Um, I have these random fevers. 
I won't be sick and I'll run a fever. It tends to be low grade, 99 most of the time. Sometimes it's up to 100. It's just a random fever. And I'll go into the doctor nine times out of ten. They'll scan my forehead, especially right now with COVID. And they're like, oh, you're running a fever. And I'm like, I'm not shocked. That's one that I've had. I've had really bad joint pain. Tends to be my shoulders, elbows, and knees. I've had it recently in my hands. And yesterday I had it in my feet, which is the very first time I've ever had it happen in my feet. But it is painful. Sometimes it's caused from physical activity. Other times it literally, I do nothing, and it hurts, and it really, really sucks. It tends to be somatic, so either it's both arms, or it's like you cut my body in half, and it's one arm, one leg, and it's it's really effing annoying. Like, <laughs> I can't even begin to tell you. The other one I have is anytime I work out, anytime I do anything physical, I lift a box, I walk back and forth, I get so winded, so nauseous, I can't catch my breath. I literally feel like I'm going to throw up. My head spins. It's a pain in the ass. This is That's my very first time swearing on this podcast. It is a pain in the ass. Sorry for those of you. I probably should put an explicit, but I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, what else? There's literally so many. I feel like I'm just rambling. I've had sores in my mouth recently. I'll get them on my tongue, on my mouth, inside my cheeks. I always thought they were feet for blisters. Um, My PCP was like, oh, they might be lupus sores. And we'll go into that more in detail in just a minute. And um, I have these lymph nodes that swell up. So my lymph nodes in my neck, my throat will swell up and then I'll have them where they swell up on the back of my neck and they're literally like a small ball and I can like move them around. It's really gross, but not move them around, around, but like they're movable, but they're literally like my lymph nodes are swollen, which is gross. And there's literally 20 million more and I'm sure I'll bring them up as I go on, but let's just say I'm quite sick and I have no energy and I hurt a lot. And so, again, initially this happened six years ago. Some of my symptoms were different. I had malaise, which is, if you don't know, it's literally just a general feeling of crap. And then I was tired. I was sleeping all the time, which wasn't like me. And then I had these really bad headaches. And I went in, and my doctor's like, okay. And my pediatrician, my pediatrician's like one of the most wonderful men in the whole world. And I go in, and he goes, okay, I think this is either one of two things. I think you're either anemic or you have mono. And my mom had been saying for weeks, I think you're anemic. I think you're anemic because I don't eat meat a lot of the time. I only eat meat when I really don't feel good because it gives me (laughs) a little bit of protein. And so I went and got a blood test done. And I came back positive for mono. And when they were doing my blood, my A1C was slightly elevated. It was a pre-diabetic range. All 98 freaking pounds of me apparently was a pre-diabetic. I was underweight and somehow a pre-diabetic. And so we did multiple more tests over the next couple of weeks 
to see if I had type 1 diabetes, to see if I somehow had type 2. He was communicating with specialists up at Primary Children's in Salt Lake City. We were trying to figure out what was going on, and then he goes, come back in six months, we'll run your blood again. I went back in six months, had my blood done again, my A1C was normal, and I didn't change my diet or anything. And that was that. And then over the next however many years I spent a lot of time in his office trying to figure out what was wrong I had a lot of blood panels done I was put on medications to try I went to a sleep specialist because at one point it was speculated that it was narcolepsy I went to a sleep specialist sleep specialist brushed me off I was put on amitriptyline for my pain when it originally started and then my headaches and that did wonders but it destroyed my mental health and my mental health wasn't good as it was. And then I was put on medication for depression. And then I turned 18. And once you turn 18, you can't see your pediatrician anymore. Unless your pediatrician's cool and lets you. Mine won't. He won't touch me once I turn 18. So I was then on the hunt to find a new doctor. In southern Utah, it is impossible to find a doctor. They all have waiting lists. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. So I spent the next six months trying and trying and trying to find a physician who would see me and was any good. I couldn't find one. I ended up having to see a nurse practitioner that my parents went to. And neither one of them really liked her, but she was the option. So I went to her. I went in. I was sick. I needed a refill on my medication. I was, on this point, I was on Zoloft. And my pediatrician told me, do not go off of Zoloft without doctor supervision. And so I had to, I had to get a refill on my Zoloft. That's the whole reason I went into her, but I was sick. This is right after I had just fainted in front of my whole class, everything. I was super lightheaded every time I stood up at this point. I couldn't do anything. I literally felt like crap. And I go in, she does my blood, I was anemic this time, and my vitamin C was low, my vitamin D was low, and my A1C was slightly elevated once again. And this doctor diagnosed me with prediabetes, where my other doctor was like, you don't have diabetes. This is like the most ridiculous thing ever. I don't know why your A1C is high. And then she put me on a diabetic diet. I had to go to diabetic classes. I literally only went one time and didn't go back because I felt so out of place and hated every stinking minute of it. I was on prenatal vitamins because those are really rich in iron and they're not harsh on your stomach and she wanted to I have gastro issues that run in my family she didn't want to cause a gastro issue by having me on iron so she put me on a prenatal vitamin and I didn't do any better and I stuck to this I was strict on my diet strict on everything very protein rich trying to get my a1c up trying to get my my A1C down, trying to get my iron up, strict with my vitamins, everything. I go in six months later, no change. And 
At this point, she goes, uh, you might need iron infusions. She goes, I want to look into that. She had referred me to a hematologist. Hematologist took one, work at, one look at my blood work, and he said, there's no way I'll touch her. She's not that severe yet. My folate was literally a two. I don't know how I was alive without any iron in my system. I was then put on liquid iron supplements, and then I had to continue with the vitamin C and D. And my A1C was still elevated. And it had gone down, but it was still elevated. And so she prescribed me metformin. My mom goes, there's no way in hell you're taking that. Because once you're on metformin, you can't ever go off of metformin. And I have three grandparents. Three out of my four grandparents are diabetics. They're type 2 diabetics. And so it runs in my family. But my mom's like, once you're on metformin, you cannot go off of metformin. So you're not going on metformin because you're not diabetic. And we continued. I took my supplements. Da, 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 da. I went in a month later, had my blood done. Everything was normal, except for she didn't test my A1C. So I don't know what my A1C was at that point. I, I felt really good at this point. I had more energy. I felt really freaking good. And then I started. And the only thing that was really bothering me were my joints. And then I slowly started to decline, even though I literally wasn't changing anything. And my mom goes, Kay, you're not going back into her. We have to find you a different physician. And we found my PCP right now. He's amazing. I've really enjoyed him. I've only gone to him for two months, but he's been awesome so far. We found him. At this point, my mom's health has declined. My health is still declining. We both go into him. I explain what's going on. I go in there. My A1C is literally two points higher than a normal A1C. So technically, I'm still pre-diabetic. I'm not anemic, but my B12 was low. My C was still low. My D was still low. And all that stuff. I go in, explain my symptoms. He's sitting here in his mind going, she's just anemic. And then he did the blood, and it didn't come back anemic. And it came back, my B12 was low, but I wasn't anemic this time. Something I said when I was in there is I'm like, I have this joint pain and it's literally killing me. And I like explained it and he goes, that sounds like an autoimmune disorder. And I'll go into a little bit more about that a little bit later. Another thing is, is my cousin has Lyme disease. Um, this all started six years ago, like I said. I had just got home from girls camp, and we were in a very high elevated area that had a lot of ticks. So, I don't remember ever having a bullseye rash or anything like that, but there was the possibility of, hey, let's rule out Lyme disease because that could be a possibility. So, I had a test for Lyme. I had an ANA, which is an antibody test for autoimmune disorders. And then I had all my levels tested, my thyroid, my kidneys, my liver. I believe my pancreas was tested. And we went from there. I got my blood back. My Lyme test came back negative. Like I said, my B was low. My C was low. My D was low. My iron was good. Um, my white blood cell count was low which is scary because white blood is what white blood cells are what fight infection and my white blood cell count was low. And 
then my ANA came back and it was positive which means most likely I had an autoimmune disease I went in had a secondary test done to see how my body was affecting my healthy cells and this test shows that they were affecting them in a spiral pattern and my doctor said that really means it could be anything and I was referred to rheumatology he speculated lupus um, I know someone who has lupus lupus kind of scared me a little bit because she wasn't able to have kids she had had her oldest and then she got sick and she couldn't have kids four or five years and then finally she was able to switch medications and carry a healthy pregnancy but she can't get pregnant again and so that always worries me they ended up adopting a little boy who's super cute and adorable but you know that always worried me I'm like great am I going to be able to have kids how is this going to affect my life and she's done really well she's in remission and she's lived a very good healthy happy life so in some ways it was the best case scenario but in other ways I, it was very nerve wracking so this week was rheumatology this is where everything goes downhill are you ready I go into rheumatology I'm very much optimistic. I'm sitting here going, I'm going to get an answer. We're going to figure this out. I'm going to get on treatment. We're going to get feeling really good. Okay? I was so excited. I've been waiting months for this. I've been waiting literally two months. Most people wait six. I waited two months for this rheumatology appointment. Went in all excited. Walk in the office. And I had this feeling in my gut of this isn't what you think it's going to be. This isn't going to be a good thing. And I'm sitting here going, why do I feel that way? This is awesome. This is, I'm just being a little pessimist. I'm going to get an answer. We're going to get medication and treatment. We're going to get feeling better. This is going to be freaking awesome. And I go in and sit. Rheumatologist comes in. We start talking about symptoms. He's completely tuned me out. I'm expressing my pain, expressing what's going on, showing where my pain is, expressing what happens when I work out and I don't feel good. I'm expressing all my symptoms. I'm doing everything. He's tuned me out at this point. I can tell he doesn't care. He's tuned me out. And I'm sitting here going, great, I'm talking to an empty wall. And he then proceeds to give me this he kept focusing on the fact that my body wasn't absorbing very well I mean I've had a high A1C let me also just say this is a symptom I didn't say within the past month I've lost seven pounds I'm not trying to lose weight I am a tiny person as is I've always struggled to gain weight and at this point in time I'm dropping weight like a fly. I haven't changed my diet at all other than my PCP said, hey, you're losing weight. Can you have a protein-rich diet? And I've had a very protein-rich diet, and I keep losing weight. So it's been a little scary. I've had the weight loss. I've had everything else. He was focusing more on the fact that my body wasn't absorbing my nutrients very well because I've been vitamin C deficient and D deficient for a long time. My A1C isn't changing, and then I was vitamin B deficient. And I keep, I'm back and forth on anemia. I honestly think I'm anemic again, which is going to suck. But 
he really, really narrowed and hundred down on the fact that my body wasn't absorbing anything. And he's giving me this BS excuse of, oh, I think your pancreas might be bad. And I'm sitting here going, I've had a high off and on A1C for years. You don't think my pancreas has been looked at, you know? And I'm sitting here thinking this in my mind. And then he goes on and talks about how maybe you're, maybe you're malnourished. And I'm sitting here going, malnourished? Are you freaking kidding me? I eat more than, like, anybody in my house. And I weigh nothing. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me, malnourishment? That and malnourishment, I literally would be skin and bones. I have some weight on me. Not much. All 110 pounds of me compared to my 117 like I normally am. And um, if I was malnourished, my teeth would be rotting. I there's a lot of, you know, like, I mean, my teeth would literally be rotting out to get calcium and my calcium's good. And all this different stuff. And he's like, well, you're not in pain right now. Cause when I went in, I wasn't in pain. And he's like, you're not in pain right now and you're not swollen. So you don't have lupus. And he goes, I think you had a false positive A, um, A and A. And I'm sitting here going, I had two ANA tests. I had the original ANA test, then I had the test on my cells. If it was negative, there wouldn't have been any attack on my cells. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have, you know. And then he's like, I'm going I'm gonna refer you to gastro. I wanna go get your blood done. I wanna test you for hepatitis B. And I have a word about that. I literally, there's no way I have hepatitis B. One, I got the vaccination for hep B. Two, I've never kissed a boy, let alone slept with a boy. And three, I don't shoot up and share needles and all that fun stuff. So, like, there's literally no way I could have hep B. And so that I was like, are you effing kidding me? You're going to sit here and tell me I have hepatitis B. Like, you're full of S-H-I-T, if I've ever heard that. And he's giving me all this BS. He wants to send me to gastro. He's like, you could have IBS or Crohn's disease. And again, I'm sitting here and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So my mom has had gastro issues. My grandma's had gastro issues. I have aunts and uncles that have had gastro issues. My mom was tested three years ago for IBS and Crohn's because she was on the toilet 24-7 sicker than a dog. I'm not on the toilet. And she wasn't tired. She just, every time she ate anything, she was sicker than a dog. I'm not that way. And I'm like, there's no way I have Crohn's or IBS. This isn't a gastro issue. This is something else. And I'm like frustrated beyond belief because he didn't listen to me. And I walked outside, got in my car and bawled my eyes out. And I bawled my eyes out all day. The rest of the day Thursday, bawled my eyes out all day Friday. Yesterday, I was just kind of numb. I was numb at the fact. And then today, I'm feeling pretty good for the most part. I had a small mental breakdown this morning over something completely unrelated. But, yeah. It's been hard. I've gone to a couple different specialists 
I've had the sleep specialist who did the same thing. He just kind of brushed me off. You're dramatic. Why are you wasting my time? And then I had the hematologist that wouldn't even see me. And now I have the rheumatologist who's like, why are you here? Why are you wasting my time? How quick can I send you to gastro, get you out of my office? And I'm very, very frustrated because I've been sick forever. I don't feel good. I'm barely getting through school, and I'm not doing a whole heck of a lot else. I mean, for heaven's sakes, have you guys seen the blog lately? There's nothing there. I'm barely doing my work. I'm really struggling, and I literally can't do this anymore. And I know there's something wrong. My doctor knows there's something wrong. If I, if he even had an inkling thought that I was malnourished, he would not have bothered to send me to rheumatology. And there's a lot of different things going on. I'm very upset. I'm getting over it. I'm calming down. But there's still a part of me that's upset. I'm upset at myself for getting my hopes up and looking forward to hopefully getting an answer. I should know better at this point. I'm probably never going to get an answer. There's a lot of unknowns and stressors and things going on. I'm just so tired and not feeling good. It's been it's been a long time and it's been a long fight. And I've hit my wits. I've hit my breaking point. I'm like, I need something. And I kind of, I'm up a creek without a paddle. I'm not sure what I should do, how I should react, anything of that sort. I go back into my PCP in two weeks. I think I'm going to call on Monday and see if I can get in this next week. I have to change my appointment anyway because I scheduled it for right when I'm in class because I'm an idiot. So I have to change it anyway, but I'm going to see if I can get moved up. And I have to go get my freaking weekly injection tomorrow. So my weekly B12 shot. So awesome. So I'll go in and see if I can move it. I need to go in. I want to talk to him because I'm positive my pancreas has been tested before. If my pancreas hasn't been tested before, then yeah, I'll go in and get an ultrasound. I'll get the blood done. We can look at having a pancreas issue and go that route and see because it doesn't hurt to see if that's what it is. And if not, then I want to look at going to a rheumatologist either in Salt Lake or in Vegas I want to keep looking. I really, really think that there's an autoimmune disorder, and it's a rheumatology autoimmune disorder, not a gastro autoimmune disorder. And I think I'm going to have him test my ANA again just to prove that it's not a false negative and a false positive, I mean, and kind of continue to go that route, try and figure out what the heck's going on. Um, if I'm anemic again, then I'm going to kind of push to get an iron infusion. My mom was anemic, just got an iron infusion. She feels great. So if I go in and I'm anemic again, which I think I am, then I'm going to kind of push for the iron infusion. See if that kind of helps me get a little bit more energy. Um, right now, again, like I said, I'm feeling a lot better today mentally about it. I'm not crying the last three days. You bring it up. I'm a puddle of tears right now. I'm feeling really good about it. And I've kind of accepted it and been like, hey, you know, I can sit and I can cry about it or I can pick myself up and keep fighting. And that's kind of where I'm at right now is I don't want to sit and be a puddle. I want to figure it out. So 
yeah, I was hoping this week would be more of a lupus diagnosis story because that's honestly what I expected would happen is I'd get diagnosed with lupus and start treatment and but it's not so I thought I'd just kind of give an inkling into what's going on with me health-wise um that doesn't even involve my mental health honestly I've had so many health issues mentally and physically and it's been a battle um yeah If anybody has any inkling or knows anybody who has similar symptoms or is a doctor or a nurse and goes, oh, have you been tested for this? DM me. Like, literally, please DM me because I'm willing to take any suggestions at this point and be tested for anything if it means that I'm going to feel like a human being because I haven't felt like a human being in years and I'm tired of it. So any idea, any inkling, any speculation honestly please dm me and if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review this uh, review is going to help me to grow my platform and you can also share it on your instagram stories if you enjoyed it this episode kind of sucked though i don't know why you'd enjoy it and feel free to follow me on all my social medias. I am at Life and Stab Size everywhere. And if you want to read some of my old blog posts, some of them talk about health experiences and things as well. My blog is lifeandstabsize.com. And I will see you guys later whenever I come on with a new episode. Bye.